Hello from Geelong in Australia to you wherever you are in the world. My name's Kat and I work at the Institute of Positive Education at Geelong Grammar School. Today's topic is forgiveness. Actually, the proper name of this strength is forgiveness and mercy, which adds an interesting dimension to an already complex strength. This is about letting go of hate and resentment, as well as any desire for revenge. Because of this action, this letting go, this strength sits with other strengths of temperance, which are about managing emotions and protecting us from temptation. I've got no doubt I'm not alone in wrestling with the temptation of revenge or feeling compelled to hold a grudge. Forgiveness is a positive strength of character that helps us actually move beyond a situation and not just let shame or guilt or a legal settlement wash it into the past. It's an incredibly active strength, a strength that's about making a change. This might be an easy thing or it might take years to come to. Forgiveness can also be an incredibly personal strength. Giving people a second chance may not create any permanent change in the world, but it can create a sense of peace and fulfilment for the person who has forgiven and been merciful. We're focusing on the 24 character strengths as a tool in the arsenal of humanity to strengthen us against the unique and evolving challenges our world continues to face. Forgiveness removes evil from the world, it undoes hatred and it solidifies communities. When we use our forgiveness, we might use it with strengths of humanity like kindness or social intelligence or strengths of transcendence like hope. If we truly forgive someone, our emotions and behaviours toward that person change for the better. Maybe we're less tense when we encounter them, or we're able to greet them calmly, or feel a greater peace towards them. Our brain tends to remind us of injury, particularly emotional or social injury, as a way to self-protect and ensure we don't get hurt again. Forgiving means being able to file this reminder in the back of the mental filing cabinet and feeling less motivated to either avoid or get even with the person who hurt us. A good question to ask if we're wrestling with using our strength of forgiveness is whether not forgiving or holding onto the negative emotions of the situation is continuing to serve us. If the disappointment or hatred or envy or whatever it is is causing us harm, it may be worth really working on our ability to forgive, to emancipate ourselves from the energy required to hold the grudge. This can take strength and courage. Forgiveness can be hard. We're more likely to forgive people who are apologetic. We're more likely to forgive people when we use our empathy and perspective to understand why they've behaved in a certain way. Forgiveness is important in living a life in harmony with others, and we're more likely to need to forgive the people we know best. If I don't have a relationship with someone and they do something which offends or harms me, there's less of a need for me to forgive them. In part, this is because I don't need to have ongoing contact with them, but also it can be because I don't take their actions as personally as I might if they were someone who I respected or cared about. We teach children that it's right to forgive, to shake hands and to move on after a disagreement, and we know that our capacity for forgiveness is something that develops over a lifetime. Very young people will not really understand or be able to use this strength particularly well. Often, the message that we inadvertently give to young people is that you should forgive after the perpetrator has got into trouble. This means they may end up equating forgiveness with getting even and will wind up not feeling they can forgive if the other person hasn't been adequately punished. Older kids will extend this to feel they can only forgive if they've been compensated, like, she ruined my book, I'll only forgive her if she buys me a new one. With the wisdom of our years, we know that life isn't always fair, and punishment and compensation may not always exist for those who've wronged us. Does this mean that I should hold on to my anger and hatred? 
Talking with young kids about the worth every person has and pointing out examples of forgiveness, they're important parts of learning how to forgive. As children develop their empathy, they're better able to understand forgiveness. Teenagers have greater capacity to understand forgiveness and will be able to engage in conversations and identify it in books and movies. Could they spend time writing a creative story about someone who forgave someone else, paying attention to the impact this has had on their characters? Or how about creating a playlist of songs that help them feel a sense of forgiveness? And for those of us who are a bit older, we probably all have our own patterns and beliefs about forgiveness. Forgiveness can be a challenging topic for some people, as the need for it has usually grown from a situation in which we were hurt. For this strength, I encourage you to consider your own beliefs and actions about forgiveness and mercy. Are you someone who forgives and moves on, or do you hold a grudge? Can you journal about your beliefs about why this is true for you? Forgiveness doesn't mean to be without defence or without backbone, but it does release us from the burden of carrying a situation and the emotion with it long after the moment has passed. I hope these ideas about forgiveness have been helpful, maybe sparked some inspiration for how we can support the people around us and ourselves with a focus on mercy as we go through the day. Please do subscribe and review and share this podcast so other people can find it too. And remember to click through and check out the show notes for more resources and ideas. I look forward to talking to you again when we explore another strength of character, a tool we all have to support the good in the world. 